Currently, my favorite genre of games are roguelikes. Or roguelites. Whatever. Today, I'm going to be detailing all the roguelikes that deserve to be loved. Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 150. My name is Dakota, and today I'm alone. Um, but that doesn't matter, because... Uh, I've been wanting to talk about roguelikes for a really long time now, um, and I've created a list of roguelikes that I've loved throughout the years that I've loved them. So, this might be a shorter episode, considering I am alone, but I'd still like to talk about these games, and I'm hoping that you'd like to try them too. Now, if you don't know what a roguelike is, it's basically a game where you start from nothing, and you slowly gain ability throughout a run or throughout a certain time, or throughout different rounds, until you die and you restart back to the beginning. Um, and if I'm not wrong, a rogue light is basically the same thing, but you gather materials throughout the different runs, and you will eventually be able to grow yourself throughout the different runs. Instead of just starting from zero every single time, you still start from zero, but next time it's 0.1, and then throughout the game, you're leveling up to your fullest abilities, and you'll be able to finish the game by the end of it. So one of my highlights is definitely Vampire Survivors. Vampire Survivors is made by, I believe, one guy, maybe a small, small team, but they are incredible at just mastering the, I guess, the gameplay and sounds of a very well-made roguelike. Um, essentially, it looks like Castlevania, and I've done, I've actually done a play-by-tier review on it, so if you want, you can go check that out, link in description. And the fact that it's such a simple mechanic, where all you have to do is control where you move, and the only other inputs are clicking on the abilities you get, or the power-ups, and it's incredible that you are limited to your however much power you get. Because the enemies will always get harder, and um, although it is a max of 30 minutes per round, you can still make a lot of progress in that 30 minutes. And then once you're done the game, you just go do it again with a different character, and you'll kind of just repeat the process. But it's just, I can't describe it, but it's incredibly satisfying to go through a game like this, almost mind-numbingly so. I think I heard somewhere that the lead developer also worked on uh, gambling machines, because it almost feels like a gambling machine. You get that rush of uh, brain chemicals <laughs> if you need it, and it just, I don't know, it's just so satisfying. And considering it's like usually $3, it's also free with Xbox Game Pass, I believe it just came out on the Switch recently, it does have some extra DLC, but it is an absolute steal for anybody that just wants satisfying gameplay. I'd say my next really good one is... Peglin. Uh, Peglin is actually a very interesting game uh, because I I saw it on Steam. It, it is still in early access, and I was kind of considering it, but I didn't really want to jump into it considering the price. The price is a full twenty two fifty Canadian, um, and that's a little bit steep for a, a early access game, in my opinion. But it eventually went on sale. I believe currently it's on sale for about sixteen percent off. It's kind. It's basically Peggle and roguelikes mixed into one. Um, if anybody's 
played Peggle before, you basically have a ball and you need to destroy a certain amount of pegs that are colored and get as many points as possible. In this game, it's the exact same thing. Um, every once in a while, you'll get a power-up and you have to choose between a few. Choose between a few power-ups to gain different abilities and throw different balls at the pins. Um, this game is super satisfying. Again, um, you can almost just mindlessly play, but you still need to think about what you're going to be doing in the future and what you're preparing for. Also, the the abilities are super unique, um, considering the limited nature of enemies are in line to get to you. So you have to somehow either think about, okay, do I want to do a lot of damage to the one before me, or do I want to do uh, a small amount of damage to all of them in the single line. You also need to think about where you place the ball, uh, considering where it will bounce to, because the more pins you break, uh, the more damage you will do, and also you might hit a critical pin, so that'll get you more uh, damage. At the same time, you also have to think about your health and how what pins you need to hit to get your health back. Um, there's also bombs on the arenas that can do just general damage to all the enemies. Those are very helpful. Um, but it is still in early access, and they are still updating it very constantly. Um, I don't know off the top of my head what version they're on, but I am definitely going to keep an eye out. Everyone's little, every few months they release an update, and I definitely check it out. The next game that I like is both Risk of Rain games. Now, the first one... It's a side-scroller, and you're basically just uh, walking around this world defeating enemies as they spawn. And because it's a side-scroller, it is kind of limited on the gameplay that you can really stretch it, um, and you can't really get too powerful, um, game-breakingly powerful. I played the first game when the second game was already out, and decided, okay, I'll grind the first game for a little bit, then I'll check out the second game. But once I checked out the second game, wow. It is a major upgrade. They changed from a side-scrolling pixel art to a to a poly 3D environment with 3D slightly open world, open area, if you want to call it by the uh, Legends Arceus term. <laughs> and this game is a game that you can break. You can repeat your own run multiple times to get more abilities and there seems to be infinite abilities you always find new stuff and everything that is given to you you can stack and you always feel more powerful than you did before nothing feels like a worthless item uh, nothing feels like it was worthless to pick up concerning sometimes there is a debate if you want to pick something up and the amount of unlockable stuff in the game is mind-boggling. Uh, it'll take you hours and hours to beat it. But it's also a game that you could slightly turn off your brain, and it'll still be amazing to play. Uh, another game I wanted to shout out was Crafty Survivors. Um, this only released, uh, I believe, a few months ago uh, in March. And I just saw it on the page because it looked very similar to... Uh, Vampire Survivors, um, and considering it has the same name, I would not be surprised if it is very heavily inspired by it. Um, this one's very similar. You get different characters, and you are fighting enemies in this actually limited area of the of the different levels. Uh, and each time you'll go through and you'll fight slightly harder and harder enemies with these different characters. Um, I will admit, 
some of the characters are a little bit hard to grasp the concept of each of them. Um, they're, they're a lot more in-depth. You really need to think about where you're going to be moving while you play the game. Um, it's not really a game that you can go mindless on. And some of the uh, town-building mechanics, that was really what drawn me into the game, some of the town-building mechanics can... It, it, honestly, it feels a bit worthless, um, mind you, I don't know what they've added since I've played. Um, I'm looking at the, the Steam store right now, and there's definitely quite a few things that they've added since I've played back in April, um, concerning it has been, what, six months now. So, um, I'll definitely go back and check it out. Um, and I definitely recommend anybody to check it out as well, um, because it is only $5, and they also have a bundle with another roguelike game, it looks like, almost looks like nearly similar to the game itself um but i think it's honestly worth it and i am following the development of the game so i'd like to do a review once the full game comes out um the other one and honestly probably my favorite one that i really really want to go back to but i have this thing where i don't want to go back to a game uh until i've almost forgotten about it um and i'm getting pretty close unless they're going to make a sequel to it but it doesn't look like digital sun games will make a sequel to it and that game is moonlighter moonlighter is one of my favorite all-time indie games um it has a perfect balance between a uh a, a tycoony shop building or town building and a roguelike dungeon crawling element essentially there's two sides of the game like i just said um, there's one side where you're going into a dungeon, you're defeating enemies, collecting items, uh, trying to not die, and kind of uh, uh, taking a chance on when you want to leave the dungeon so you can take all the items with you to your shop, and you will place them up for sale and put them at the right price so the customers that come in will buy the stuff. The, the negotiating tactics of trying to find the perfect balance for an item is incredible. Um, as well as the speed that you unlock stuff is fair. Like, it's not like you're going to be waiting for a few hours or you're going to be wanting to skip time through the shop phase. You want to play that part. Um, A, because there's shoplifters that you have to kind of go and grab. Uh, B, there's, uh, you have to keep it all stocked if somebody does buy everything, uh, in that section of the store. Um, you also want to be thinking about how much money you get for your next upgrade for your item uh, so you can defeat the next monster and get even better items. Um, they, did they did make a DLC for this game that I unfortunately did not play, but I will definitely be playing that in the future. Um, if anybody wants to check any of these games out... Um, Honestly, they're all available on Steam. Uh, some, some, if not most of them, are available on the Switch um, and other consoles as well. Thank you for joining me in discussing all the roguelikes and roguelites I love. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion. And we'll see you next time on episode 151 of the Switch Clicks podcast.